Welcome to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. This is where we explore the journey from no one to number one. The number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake, where we discuss the journey from going from no one to number one. So I hope you guys are doing good. It is the 24th, man. The, the first month of 2023 is almost gone. Uh, Kaiju Wrecking Machine, what is up? Michael Ochoa, your Dennis Refugier, Refire Flies. Man, we got a lot of people up on uh, CWO number one. What's up, Kaiju Wrecking Machine? Cisco, happy to see it. So uh, today, I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about business. Um, frankly, the number one podcast. Yeah, of course, you guys might know me from grappling. You might know me from uh, inventing the mace and the fitness mace movement. You might know me from my talk radio show, uh, my old one, Mental Self-Defense Radio, or when I ran for Congress. You might know me as an author. You might know me as, geez, I don't know how you know me. You might know me from business because I've done a lot of business coaching. Uh, but this podcast, from all of those uh, subjects, is what I'm going to help you uh, with. Okay, But in particular, number one podcast is both focused on business, entrepreneurship, and family. I'm just trying to reach out all the biggest uh, to all the platforms. So today's talk, I want to talk to you guys about how do you build a business empire from scratch, starting from zero, okay? So today, I'm going to talk to you about um, some strategies. I'm going to talk to you about mindset, all of the things that you need to take a small idea and turn it into a successful business empire. Does that make sense? So we're going to start by discussing the importance of setting big, audacious goals, big, hairy, audacious goals, they say, BAG, and the power of using a growth mindset. And from there, we're going to talk about the importance of taking massive action and being absolutely relentless in the pursuit of success. Now, of course, a lot of these are the lessons that I've taken from my mentor, Grant Cardone, super genius. Did the uh, he's doing the Unbreakable Challenge right now? Check that out if you missed it. What's up, Daniel Brown, John, John, Die Ego BJJ? Happy to see you guys. Um, if you guys are out there in uh, YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, hit me up in the chat. I'd love to talk to you. So. I want to talk about the importance of surrounding yourself also with the right team. And then you have to build a strong culture, a corporate culture, leadership. We're also going to uh, talk a little bit about the importance of continually learning and adapting what uh, another mentor of mine, Billy Robinson, used to call learning how to learn or another mentor, Carl Gott would say learn, or I'm sorry, he'd say adapt and improvise. These are absolutely crucial for you to stay ahead of the competition. And this is what I love too, because I've been a grappling coach and a business coach for such a long time that so much of the two subjects are intertwined and integrated in my mind. So the other thing I want to talk about today is the power of leveraging technology and using different marketing and sales tactics. It's so you can help grow your business, so you can scale, right? 
And then the last thing we're going to talk about is the importance of having a strong personal brand. You see, number one, can the impact that a brand, a strong brand can have on your business? Mace Bell, scientific wrestling. Uh, so by the end of the podcast, I really want you guys to have an understanding of some of the steps that you guys need to have to build a successful business empire from scratch, starting from zero. Is that good for you? So uh, I want to give a shout out to some guys out there. What's up, Greg German, Lyrically Indigenous, Fernie, uh, NYC Youth Super, Dominic, Kyle Maxwell, Shawley. And we got everybody blowing up on the uh, Instagram. So you know, the first thing I want to talk about is setting big, hairy, audacious goals. Can't remember who, I, I used to know who came up with that idea. But the acronym is BHAG. You can look it up, learn more about it. But you need to have big goals, right? Because that's the whole idea that Grant had behind 10X was to set very large goals. It's, 10X really means all kinds of different things. But one of the main things that you should take from this is the, the idea of setting very big, big goals, right? Aim for the stars, hit the moon. Does that make sense? You want to be able to do um, crazy things, but you're not going to be able to do crazy things with a small mind, a small mindset. Does that make sense? It's crucial that you guys learn to set big, big goals. So anybody out there in chat land, if you have a big goal, shoot it over. Like I'd love to read it on the air if you got the guts and talk about your big goal. But you also need to have what I like to call a growth mindset. And really the growth mindset is, is this idea of divine discontent. Now that's the nice way of saying it. If you really want to put a little, uh, a little seasoning on it, I think the best way to say it is you've got to allow yourself to be disgusted with where you're at. To hold yourself to higher standards. Does that make sense? Now, to grow, you need to have the big goals in the first place. Does it make sense? So, for example, my big goals. I want the I want scientific wrestling, one of my companies, to have more impact than both the UFC and WWE. And I believe that in my heart that I can do that. And I'm working my ass off to make it happen. Make sense? The May spell. I want people to have incredible fitness and have a fun time doing it with an unorthodox training system. The May spell. I believe that this system of training, which takes the best from the old and innovates. Now that's something that's also a, a, a principle something in my personal brand house that I love to do. I do that scientific wrestling. I looked to the past to innovate and look forward in creating new things. Stellar Steven, what's up? Hey, I got that Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame 2022 program. Got a Ronnie Garvin autograph on it. Cool. Yeah, that was a great event. I was very fortunate to be uh, invited out to induct Billy Robinson into the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. That was a very special, special time. 
Um, Max Castaneda, beat the UFC, please. So I'm on it. I'm working on uh, a program that was out on Facebook. Thanks, Matt. Um, I'm working on Shoot Pro Wrestling. In my opinion, I mean, first of all, you guys got to tell me, do you think that this slap fight stuff, I'm just not into it. It's really not into it. It's cool. I mean, Dana White has the money and he can do it. And that's great because it's his business. But wouldn't you guys all rather see what I am doing with Shoot Pro Wrestling on the bigger stage? That is taking professional wrestling and making it real again. You guys could go on YouTube and look up Shoot Pro Wrestling. Um, we've got three events up there, uh, all of them for free. And we've got hopefully two or three slated for this year alone. Uh, definitely a big goal. I have big goals for number one coaching. I want to be generating $50,000 a month minimum this year with number one coaching. It's a good goal. Another goal that I have is I want to have 100 affiliates for scientificwrestler.com. I want 100. These are big goals. We started out the first year, did great. We have 11 affiliates. So that's 11 different places where you can go and learn the curriculum, the number one wrestling for grappling and MMA curriculum on the planet. Billy Robinson contributed to it. Wade Shouse contributed to it. And then we've had a satellite, bunch of like, like a constellation of stars involved from Josh Barnett, Yoshiaki Fujiwara, uh, Dick Cardinal, Gene LaBelle helped out. Like we have really delivered. Uh, we had a comment out here, Bushido, BRN76. I'll be seeing Barnett on Saturday. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Josh is going to be at our coaching catch in the Mojave Desert with Wade. It's going to be a doubleheader. We're getting the band back together. Pin and submit that old tour that we used to do in the teens, the 2000 teens. <laughs> um, I'm getting those guys back together. It's going to be a fantastic seminar. It will sell out. There is very limited space. We are in the middle of the Mojave Desert. You guys want to go to Coach and Catch and get registered right now or you are going to miss out. And I hate to say it. I know a lot of you guys missed out on the opportunities I provided for you to train with Billy Robinson, Dick Cardinal, Fujiwara. And I had Josh and Wade together prior and then you missed out. Here's a chance. Don't miss it. Uh, Stellar Steven, what's up? I got to say, Uncle and Modern Catch signed by Josh. Very cool. Very relatable guy. Nice. Nice. Um, now, the trick is to get him signed by I think he got him signed by me last time I was there. Um, out in uh, what, Charlotte, I think I signed it. Anyway, so growth mindset, guys. It's absolutely crucial that you have that, okay? You understand? Big, hairy, audacious goals. You should be embarrassed. That's how you know if a goal is big enough. If you were going to tell your buddies or, or your family and you're embarrassed, that's how you know the goal is big enough. It's challenging. It's uncomfortable. It's divine discontent. Okay? Now, all of that is great. All of that is great. But if you just have ideas and you set big goals and don't do anything with it, dude, nothing's going to happen. Okay? I hate to tell you this. All you guys that are Way into uh, um, the secret. Let's see. Wait, we've got a comment here. 
Uh, my wife thinks you have 30 years old. I don't know. What does that mean? Is that, does she think I'm 30? I don't know about that. That'd be crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I want you guys to realize having an idea and executing and implementing the idea are completely different. I'm just saying, because I have so many people that come up, oh, you should do this, or I want to do this, or this, that, and the other thing. And that is great, but you need to realize the amount of action it's going to take, the amount of effort to get it going, right? What's up, Okanda Asi? I don't know how, if I'm messing that up. I love your gram. Thank you, sir. Or ma'am, as the case may be. I appreciate that. Says, uh, Okanasi. I hope I'm saying that right. Says, grew up learning Greco-Roman. So, you know, this is the interesting thing. People really want to put scientific wrestling in the catch-as-catch-can wheelhouse. And we are most certainly the number one place for you to learn catch-as-catch-can. The only place that has a curriculum that was co-developed and endorsed by Billy Robinson, who everybody from Luthez to G. LaBelle, everybody put Billy over as the greatest, most technical guy, um, uh, Vern Gagne. But in addition, we also have Wade Chalice, the number one pinner in history, the Guinness record holder for the most pins and wins in all of wrestling as part of our curriculum as well. We all know that wrestling is the biggest predictor of champions in MMA. And we've got the number one pinning curriculum and the number one catches catch cam. But so we have catches catch cam, we have folk style, but I called scientific wrestling and coined the term hybrid grappling. Actually, it's not me. I, it was uh, Gil Olivas, one of our coaches, as well as um, a little bit of input from uh, David Patron. Uh, he called his hybrid submission grappling. I just took the submission out because to me, grappling implies submission. Anyway, so hybrid grappling, we really leaned into this. When I got um, one of our elite coaches, Jesse Merez, or another elite coach, Sam Cresson, with Scientific Wrestling, um, their deals with BJJ Fanatics, we started really pushing this hybrid grappling because we are catch-as-catch-can. We are folk style. We are also Greco-Roman. So I appreciate that, man. Greco-Roman, in my opinion, when you are doing MMA or you are grappling with submissions, is the best standing uh, wrestling style. It also integrates very nicely with boxing as well because the stances are similar. So... We also, most of all the takedowns that we have, this is something that, that Billy and Carl both added in to, uh, and, and I think this also came from the Riley's gym, but Carl had a strong Greco-Roman background, um, was Greco-Roman stand-up. So a lot of our Greco, a lot of our standing techniques, the knee tap pivots, a lot of that stuff, the pivoting is similar. It's uh, similar to the back step you see in modern Greco. It's kind of the Greco that Billy and Carl came up with in the 50s. So it looks a lot like um, I see a lot of these guys in Iran, the Greco coaches in Iran, and it's very similar uh, to what we teach as well. Marty Jones, what is up? Marty Jones, number one. Marty Jones is a great human being, guys. You gotta, if you're out in the UK, you got to train with him. 
me see who else I missed. Uh, we've got Enrico, Gabrielle Marchese. What's up? We've got Joe Burks. Uh, or Stevens giving a shout out to Marty. Uh, B. Newmeyer and Mestra Morris. Happy to see you guys. So I just want you guys to understand it's going to take a growth mindset, setting big goals, and then massive amounts of action to start building your empire from scratch. Does that make sense? Now, the other thing you're going to have to do is surround yourself by with the right people. Have you ever heard that phrase that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with? Who are you spending your time with? Let's let's take an example in grappling. Now everybody knows. Um, everybody sends me all these videos of of these various jujitsu instructors reinventing the wheel and basically, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, not giving credit to guys like Wade Chalice when they put out. The, they they imply that they came up with the clock theory or um, yeah these kind of things. So. Um, I want you to understand something. Let's look at somebody like Gordon Ryan. Is it truly the coaching or is it the athlete? When I look at the Dana Herdes squad, I, I think that Gordon Ryan cuts himself short. He doesn't give himself enough credit. He is a once in a generation athlete in this sport. And because of that, the guys who got to train with him, like Nicky Rod um, or any of those, uh, the Plan B guys, uh, Craig Jones, those guys that got to train with him, I question if it's the actual coaching and more so the fact that they are training with a highly intelligent, highly conditioned, very talented and hardworking and smart athlete in Gordon Ryan. Hey guys, it's Coach Jake with the number one podcast. And, you know, at number one coaching, we know that small business owners struggle to scale and increase their revenues. So we're here to help you. We believe that every single entrepreneur deserves the chance to win beyond their wildest dreams so that they can have peace of mind and abundance. We do that by Increasing your revenue, teaching your sales strategies to increase your revenue, demolishing employee disengagement. And we do that really by transforming your sales managers into coaches that are concerned with putting points on the board, but those points are revenue. I want to help you. I'm here to help you. You don't have to go through your business life, complacent, just accepting, reacting. Let's take charge. Let's win. You can head over to numberonecoaching.com, schedule an appointment. It's free. We can do a strategy session, 15 minutes for free. Numberonecoaching.com. Thanks. And that is about what, what I think the essence of surrounding yourself with the best. In fact, that's a big reason, just in the way that Grant has all these different meanings behind 10X. I personally have these different meanings behind my personal brand, and that's number one. And that is, I think you need to surround yourself with the number one. And you can see that what I've done, the success I've had in building business empires, 
echoes that. Okay. Look, I went to Grant Cardone, the number one sales and marketing trainer on the planet. I went to Brandon Dawson to learn business development. I went to the number one most difficult subject in graduate financial engineering that I could do to learn how money works and how to make money. Scientific wrestling. Of course, I went to number one, uh, Wade Schaus, Carl Gotch, Billy Robinson, the base bell. I went to the guy who inspired all fitness, a lot of the fitness crazes going on today with the bodyweight stuff and CrossFit. A lot of it, I think, has roots in the training of Carl Gotch, the conditioning for combat sports. But of course, the, the uh, mace belt does. I, I directly give him credit for that. So you've got to surround yourself with the right team, with the right people. Now, that does it. Surrounding yourself with the right team and, and being a good leader does not necessarily mean a, like well, everybody has to be number one. Those is, should be your, your mentors. Right. What's up, Deadly Wolf? What's up, Nando? What's up, All Trades? Happy to see a um, hallowed bellow. Yeah, man, we're blown up out there on Instagram. Good to see you guys. But I want to say this: like, the thing you have to understand is that surrounding yourself with the right team and building a strong company culture. Of course, your mentors need to be the number one best people you can get around. But then you also are going to need help. If you're going to grow, you can't. This is something I tried to do myself because I'm just type A and I'm a freak that way. But you cannot do everything yourself. You're going to need help and you can't get help from losers. And I don't mean that in the normal pejorative sense. I mean, I am literally talking in terms of winners and losers. If we look in that context, in that framework of playing games, and looking at life as a game, which I think is a great way to look at life. I don't think there's any downside because I, I think competition, as long as it's ethical and healthy, I, I will love it. But you need to have people that are, that can execute, that can perform, and that you could trust for you to grow and scale. Otherwise, it won't happen for you. Does that make sense? So, big goals, growth mindset, you got to put in a ton of effort and massive, massive action, be relentless and persistent. You've got to surround yourself with the right team and you've got to, that means mentors and then people who are going to help you. You've got to have, if you have those goals that will help you with your culture, you've got to consistently make an effort to learn. There is a great tool out there, an assessment called the Clifton Strengths Assessment. It's put out by the people uh, that do Gallup polls, you know, the statistical group. And I took it. And for me, my number one strength was learner. And my number two strength was achiever. And I think this is why Billy Robinson, who never gave compliments ever, it was a huge compliment if he didn't yell at you, basically, <laughs> gave me the greatest compliment. And he did it on record. He said, Whether, because of Jake, without a doubt, Catches catch can wrestling is going to come back. Okay. That says so much, but why? Because what would Billy always say? You have to learn how to learn. You have to learn how to learn. I am very good at that. I'm constantly learning. And I suggest that you guys do the same thing. And you have to adapt. That's why I'm talking about 
right now. Like, how do you actually build a business empire from scratch, especially in the face of what is going on with uh, the economy between lockdowns and then the Federal Reserve? These bureaucrats do not want you to succeed. And then on top of that, people in Congress like Nancy Pelosi and these others are trading stocks and getting wealth because they can personally benefit. It's called rent seeking in uh, public choice economics, rent seeking, great concept, where they're getting special favors back and forth or revolving door politics like big pharma. You've got these, these people that, in my opinion, and for lack of a better term, are either trying to hold you down or cheating these big businesses that get these um, lobbyists to help with politicians and whatnot. Does that make sense? So you've got to adapt and do these crazy things and work hard and have big goals and constantly learn. Now, the other thing that I touched on earlier is you're going to have to learn how to leverage technology. You have to, because it's constantly, rapidly changing. Just five years ago, TikTok didn't exist. 20 years ago, right? Facebook didn't exist. 30 years ago, the internet was like nobody knew, but you've got to adapt and change. And it's only getting faster and faster. And then the last thing that you have to do, oh, well, and beyond leveraging technology, when I say technology, I think people sometimes just think hardware or, or even software, like ones and zeros, but it's like in, in grappling, technology can be a technique can be technique, like a body of knowledge of techniques. And that's also in marketing and in sales. Now, you need to have all of this. Sales is truly the lifeblood of business. I've had to learn this lesson the hard way. And marketing is the number one most important thing you need to learn how to do. Now, I think a lot of people, this is going back to the fact that I think people get lazy with internet marketing. They just think it's an easy, get rich quick kind of thing. And it's not. And it's adapting and changing. Once you learn something, man, something else is going to come and you got to learn it. So you're going to have to learn how to do Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, podcasting, um, email campaigns like Active Campaign or MailChimp. Like these are all this myriad of tech technical things. I've had to learn so much in the last couple of years. I, I couldn't even tell you all the different software platforms that I've had to learn in the last couple of years. It's just absolutely mind boggling. But if you learn how to learn, that process gets easier. Um, and then the last thing that I believe is crucial for you to be able to build a business empire from scratch is you need to have you need to be able to build a very strong personal brain. Does that make sense? So scientific rest, number one, Mace Bell. These are strong brands. When you say them, people understand what, what you mean. Now, I'm working hard to get people to understand that this means from no one to number one. That's the brand I'm building right now. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. It goes off uh, to scientific wrestling channels, to personal channels, to 
business channels uh, across social media. I think I have somewhere around an audience of about 100,000 uh, followers that I'm broadcasting to and pushing this constantly. Look, I've got the oops, other side. I've got the scientific wrestling logo over here for the people on YouTube and whatnot. You can't see it if you're on Instagram. I've obviously got the number one logo. I've got the number one logo. I've got the number one logo everywhere. Does that make sense? So you've got to start coming up with a strong personal brand and know how to brand, know how to bring it up and make sure that it's cool. I mean, there's a lot of branding that's really, really late. And you know what I'm talking about. You can see it looks crappy. It, doesn't, it looks amateurish. It doesn't look tight. It doesn't look cool. I mean, I, have, I walk around with my number one hat and people are like, oh man, where can I buy one of those? That's how I know I got a good brand. Does that make sense? All right. Well, I appreciate all you guys. I'm going to, uh, the format of this podcast is not going to be long form anymore. I'm going to try to come in and out. And uh, within, I still clocked in at about 27 minutes today, but I'm going to try to come in at uh, under 20 minutes every day um, and still try to get to your uh, comments and questions and whatnot. I appreciate all the love out there. Uh, like I said, give me a number one in the comments. Please be for, uh, sure to, uh, share, comment on these uh, videos. I really, really appreciate it. We're trying to help as many people as possible. Um, let's hit some questions real quick. And we got a lot of people. Uh, psychedelic athlete, what's up, dude? Russell Anderson, Willie B, Luke Perry, Milo, Leo, Barry, Stellar Steven, ever use Cross Hill Hook? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, 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 me personally, I used to love leg locks, but this was when I was doing them for my injuries, uh, my carotid dissection in, in particular, when I was wrestling, a lot of people did not really appreciate you heel hooking because what you don't understand is like, um, you know, people ask me also, like, how come, why do you always wear wrestling shoes? And why do you, because if you don't give somebody your legs, it's less likely for you to get heel hooked. So a lot of people are just so stuck in this guard centric mentality. like. I don't teach anything from the, I teach two things from the guard. And I have a lot of counter stuff. So when we talk about scientific wrestling really being hybrid grappling, we have multiple black belts that are in high level coaching positions within our organization uh, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. They understand the limitations of that system and that's why they come over. I, I, I have one of the highest demographics that comes to our camps are third degree black belts in Jiu-Jitsu. Because I think they understood the limitations and the challenges and the need for a strong wrestling base and that we have a very accelerated, fantastic way of teaching wrestling to people. Um, but so, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with not necessarily giving people your legs. But uh, yeah, the cross, I, I love a cross heel hook. I like to take a, a heel hook from when I um, laced the legs like in the typical Greco-Roman leg lace, that kind of thing. So let's go to Jonathan Renault out on, what is he on Facebook? Yeah, I have $20,000 in student debt. I earned about the same in the last year. Do I clear that debt or do I invest in the market? I am not clearly invested in anything other than an RSP. Just wondering your opinion. Okay, Jonathan, well, my opinion, if I were you, I can't really legally advise you or anything like that. So. If I were you, um, student loan debt 
is very, very low in terms of an interest rate. So what that tells me is that I would, unless I get a lump sum and just want to get it off my books, just make the minimum payments. Honestly, that's what I would do. Okay. I would make the minimum payment. Do you invest in the market? How trained are you as an investor? This is like asking me, Shay, should I just go uh, jump in an MMA ring because they're offering $5,000 for the winter? Like, did you actually do enough training, have enough knowledge to go in there and have a chance at winning? That's the real question. So, you know, if you really are serious about being an investor, you know, you need to probably start looking at guys, really good guys like Warren Buffett and other people that are good traders, myself in particular. Uh, I've had a lot of really crazy, ridiculous success trading, uh, but I have my master's degree in financial mathematics and in particular derivatives. And so I used to trade a lot of options and forwards, uh, those kind of contracts because of the leverage involved and you can make a lot of money if you know what you're doing. You can lose a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. So, you know, if you have $20,000 in student debt and you're looking to start to generate wealth, your number one thing is to start investing in yourself in personal development or what used to be called self-help. You need to start learning how to make money. Okay. So I appreciate you asking me the question. I am an expert. I am an expert at that uh, academically and in the trenches, founded multiple companies that, that do uh, over a million dollars in revenue. Uh, created an entire movement, really catch as catch can, but with fitness and the baseball. Um, but I would start developing yourself and I would figure out like, what are your strengths? You know, traditionally, real estate has made more millionaires than anybody else, than any other uh, investment. So, but if you have a good sense with business, I would argue that the, best thing to do would be to start with business, your own business. And take, maybe go back and rewatch this video and look at some of the lesson based lessons that I talked about, about that you need to get uh, studying with regards to setting your goals and with regards to uh, how to build a good team, how to build a good personal brand, you know, the amount of effort, how do you scale? How do you do leadership? Those kind of things. Who are the right mentors for you? These are things I, I do not recommend going to school, the traditional schools anymore. I think they're outdated. I think it was a great way of learning prior to the internet, but I think it's a complete waste of your time and money now. And it's okay. I mean, I'm not dogging you because I did it. I did. I went $60,000 in debt to get my master's degree. Well, 50000 to get my master's degree in financial engineering. Now, that was a very good investment because that money, I learned how to make real money. But that was really prior to the internet, too. It got me in, got me some high-paying uh, income jobs, which allowed me then to invest money into businesses and, and uh, to other vehicles. I uh, hope that helps you. Uh, Matija says, great content. Thank you so much. Appreciate that, sir. Uh, Abdi. Abdul Samed, maybe I got it right. I don't know. You can buy a media startup 
a micro acquire by Andrew. Okay, maybe, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different things that you can do, but generally speaking, you know, uh, Jonathan, that's where I would start. Jonathan says, uh, great advice. Thank you, sadly. I'm also, I'm already a business graduate. So we're in the same boat. It's not a kiss of death. It's good. It's good. It's just not the most efficient way to get your information. Uh, especially, you know, like I'm a little jaded because I, I'm almost 100% certain that I've made more money than every single business professor I've ever met. That's not good. That doesn't pass the sniff test. Like same with wrestling. I don't want to go and try to learn wrestling from somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. That's why I went to Wade Chalice, why I went to Billy Robinson, spent seven brutal years uh, uh, learning and apprenticing with him. So uh, let's see here. Abdi Abdul Samed said, how is SEO budgeting looking for life? Dude, are you trying to sell me on something, man? It's cool. It's good, dude. I love SEO. SEO is great. Um, real estate is great advice for me. Cheers. Yeah, you know, real estate is really uh, traditionally very strong. You're going to run into challenges right now. You're going to definitely want to make sure that you have excellent credit rating. That's probably your biggest thing that you want because the interest rates are so ridiculous. Um, but there are ways you, you could get involved with your local real estate investors association. It's called a RIA. Um, real Estate Investors Association. That's usually a good place to find mentors. To, uh, of course, I would highly recommend that you work. Uh, you hit me up. I am authorized to, uh, in ev all things Greg Cardone, uh, including real estate and investing, I can hook you up with the right people. I can actually get you into Grant's Real Estate Investing Club. Now, it's probably going to be about close to the amount of money you spend on grad school. This isn't meant to make you feel bad. But you'll actually get a return on this because the people in the room all are experts, millionaires. You're basically getting in with all these brilliant people that not only can uh, teach you stuff, but have money to, to, to invest with you, right? Crazy stuff. So hit me up. If you guys have any of that stuff, um, I'm, hit me in the DMs or email me or you can go to number1coaching.com, contact me there. Uh, and I can get you hooked up with some of this educational material as well. All right. Well, listen, guys, now I'm definitely along. Uh, but the last five minutes was all questions. So um, I really appreciate everybody. And uh, I will talk to you next time. You guys have a wonderful day. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake. And as ever, please, if you enjoyed this episode, share it, pass it along, hit like, all that, smash the like button, whatever. Please. Help us get the word out. My mission is to help as many people as possible. Head over also to numberonecoaching.com. We are here to help you with your small business, help it succeed, help it grow, and help you thrive and become number one.